Hi, Claire. Oh my God. We were just having a good chuckle. That was natural and real. We were. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Well, it's called. I'm dying. <laughs> and I'm dead. This is please. Wow. <laughs> That's our. Um, our combination performance. Yeah. Dying yeah. and dead. Yep. Dead, dying, and bereaved. That's that's Daniel. He's bereaved. <laughs> Welcome back to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. What is it? It's a podcast. Duh. <laughs> I think you may know if you're listening to it in your podcast app. Yep. It's a show, and Claire likes to watch television shows about dumb teenagers, and I am along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> the wild, Speaking wild of, ride. Speaking of, we always forgot to introduce ourselves. I am Kate. I am Claire. Those are our names. <laughs> We're not Russian bots. We promise. Oh. <laughs> I just thought about that kitten video that you showed me. I showed you a kitten video? This is the one we've both seen before. Kitten. Oh. Inspired by kitten. I started, we, Kate and I were on our way to Ikea, I think, and I started quoting the video Kittens Inspired by Kittens, which listeners, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I'd recommend you don't get, it. You won't get me if you don't. If you don't watch it. And Kate looked at me like I had grown three extra heads. I had seen it before. I don't think so. I had. Not like me. Not like you. I hadn't understood it on a spiritual level. I lo- it's just that you had it like memorized. <laughs> I would estimate I've seen that video upwards of 150 times. Kittens. Inspired, inspired by, by kittens. kittens. I'm her mom. No, she's not. <laughs> That's me when I go places with Kate. Um, <laughs> I want to tell the listeners what happened to us at Ikea. What We were, how long were we at Ikea? Probably like five hours? three to five hours. It was a long time at Ikea. We bought a lot of things. We ate a lot of meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to tell them that we were walking around Ikea and you were trying to make me help you pick out curtains. And I was <laughs> very distracted by the woman who yelled at her child. Oh my god, it was all time. It was so funny. I don't know if I'm going to be able to reenact it that well, but there was a woman and she had a, a kid in her in her little cart, probably like four or five, and all of a sudden she screams at her kid and she goes, do not eat that, that's a gift. Do not put that in your mouth, wasn't that it? Or get that out of your Something, mouth. She had like a little stuffed animal that was apparently a gift for someone else and, and she just stuck and she it. she had it all in her mouth. <laughs> stuck it right in her mouth. And Claire's like, you need to s- stop asking me about curtains. I need to. I, I need to think about this for a good the day. Curtains at our IKEA are like in the corner, and I like just went right over to the corner and like <laughs> quietly sat by myself because I was laughing so hard. I'm gonna cry about it right now. So, do not put that in your mouth. It is a gift. Can you imagine that, like other things that you're getting as a gift? You're like, it's like a nice charcuterie board do not put that in your mouth it is a gift (laughs) what a wild Uh, ride what a gift we went to ikea for too long and then the next day the very next day kate wanted me to go back to (laughs) ikea with her hey i recruited other people and we went (laughs) i literally looked her dead in the eyes and went what do you mean i'm not going back to ikea i had i had a pillow mishap and i got (laughs) The wrong size pillow for my pillowcase or whatever, so I had to go back. Did you buy a whole nother pillow and a whole nother case? Yeah. No. Wait, no. No, no. So what I did, this isn't important for the podcast, but I'll just tell you, Claire. Um, I had another pillow that I didn't really love the outside of, and it was kind of the right size for the case I had already bought. stuffed it on in there. Yeah. So I stuffed that baby. Do not put that in your mouth. It is a gift. Do not put that in your mouth. That is a pillow. Um... And then I just bought a new pillow for the case I already. Oh, good to know. So I nailed it. Well, are you ready for your 30-second recap? I am not, but I'm going to. Well, oh, this God. week is season one, episode 19 of The Secret Life of the American Teenager this called Money for Nothing, Chicks, Chicks for, for Free. Free. Stupid names, Brenda. I think that Brenda picks a theme for the episode. Like this one's kind of money. Money. And then she's like. What can I make a sentence out of that theme? And this one, I'm like, is this is this based on another reference? Is it has to be because it doesn't make any sense. It's, yeah. Well, let's get started yeah. on your on your sweet sweet recap. You know what? It's gonna be perfect. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, 
go. So money for nothing, chicks for free. Am I right, ladies? So everybody's talking about money, money for the baby because adoption fell through. So Anne's like, I'm going to get us a job. And so she goes and she has a big job interview. But then we, it's revealed she's at the hot dog hut. She gets her a job at the hot dog hut. She's like, oh, and um, Amy's going to work here too. And then Jack is selling candy bars for disadvantaged youth for Duncan. Um, and then things happen with the money and Ricky and Ben are like talking and it's weird and that's all <laughs> it is weird it is weird um yes hello uh so money for nothing chicks for free is from a dire straits song called money for nothing it's f thank you daniel released in 1985 so 19, how 19, relevant 1985 brenda is referencing a um song from 1985 from dire straits thanks brenda is it straits uh there are straights, yes. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Brenda. We get it now. I understand everything, Brenda. I'm sure all the preteens in 2008 really loved that reference, Brenda. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So, Kate, I know that uh, this episode is about money, and I know that that's your favorite TV topic. I hate it. I hate... It's just so boring. Like, everybody argues about money all the time anyway in real life. Like, I don't want to hear people argue about money on TV. Yeah. George and looking at you and every George. person in this show. Yeah. Um, so we open at the Jurgens's home and George comes in from the garage. He's wearing the worst outfit I've ever seen. You say that every episode. Yeah, but this one was particularly heinous. So he had like stripes and they were all different sizes. And this it's just the tie was so bad. It's like a tan tie with little squares all over it. It was hideous. I've said it once. I'll say it again. He needs to go on Queer Eye. Yes. Donovan and... He needs a French tuck. Um, What's Donovan's husband's name? Leon. Leon. <laughs> um, they, they're going to teach him how to make chicken etouffee. And yeah. they're going to teach him how to not be such a dumb. And yeah, maybe give him a budget or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, he's got some secret squirrel money, according to Anne. Secret squirrel money. <laughs> squirreled away i meant but also <laughs> maybe he's got a big squirrel business on i would not be surprised um so george comes in and he is immediately rude to Anne. yeah what's that? um he's like oh boy mama's got her power suit on again it's like can you just he, shut up he like doesn't want to get divorced but he doesn't want to be nice so to Anne. to Anne. i'm like yeah that's the way to win her back idiot uh, then he says something that was weird, and he says, "Just What's because it? you have a pregnant teenage daughter doesn't mean you can be a governor, milady." Yeah. First of all, milady, hate Stop. that. Um, was that a reference to Sarah Palin? Hmm. Do you think? Because that would oh. be was like two thousand eight. I bet you are totally right. That I wasn't, and it was kind of a Sarah Palin esque outfit. I yes. Thought. You know, you're smarter than me. I was just like, George don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the times. No, because she made... did have a pregnant, a teenage pregnant daughter, right? Yeah. That was a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one, I was just thinking like, yeah, this is 2019 and that don't make no sense. But in 2008, that made a little bit of sense. But I mean, with Brenda's references from the the 80s, we don't ever know where she's at. Brenda's wild. Um, so We would love to have you on the show. <laughs> Brenda, by the way, I love Brenda, you. Brenda, come to my house. Brenda. <laughs> um, so Anne says that she's going to find a job. And after she finds a job, she's going to proceed with the divorce because then she'll have money for a divorce and to support the kids and whatever. Um, so then Thomas, who is the, the weird bus boy. With the blondest blonde hair. Yes. Um, he calls looking for Ashley. And so Anne is like, Ashley! Ashley, phone for you! And it, Ashley, like, phone for you! And Ashley never comes. And so she's like, I'll just I'll just have her call you. And he's like, okay, cool. So he hangs up, and it turns out they can't find Ashley because Ashley has left the house, and she is with Thomas at the bus stop. Dun, dun, dun. Does Thomas live at the bus stop, do we think? I, ooh, I like that theory. Um, also, I never know what time of day it is in this show. No, I wish they had like a, like, you know, a in 24, they start the episode. Have you ever watched 24? No, I want to watch it. Is it worth it? Oh, my. I used to watch that show when I was in the fifth grade. I'm sure it was age appropriate. Uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because no, it's, it's like, show, based, man. it's like the show takes place in 24 hours. Yes. Yeah, so it starts like whatever time that the show starts. So if the first episode, it starts at 11 a.m., the show will end that season at 11 a.m. the next oh, day. Oh, the whole season is one day. The whole season is one day. That's crazy. And so 
Um, I bet that's so hard on production just to like make sure everything is consistent. Like, yeah. oh, you can't, we got to trim your hair just right and make sure your makeup looks exactly the same every day. Yeah, it's a lot. I need to watch that. It's a good, I would watch it with you. Um, I think it's on Amazon. Amazon. Um, but they will put like on the screen every once in a while what time. time it is. And I'm like, that is so helpful. Thank you. Yeah, I wish every I, show did this. The lighting in this show is not helpful in setting time or st- place well we also live in ohio where like any time of day you have no clue just based on looking outside what time it is you're like it's hmm. kind of dreary out could be anything could be 4 p.m could be 3 a.m they're in no california yeah um so you'd think that i mean it, it just seems like it's always like first thing in the morning or something yeah. and then they're like i don't know when i was in school it was always a mad rush to get out of the house <laughs> we true. weren't just chilling talking about money in the morning like drama and being yeah. like where are the kids it was like get out of the house <laughs> we're gonna be late but maybe that well, just tells you something about my family yep um so they talk about how ashley is like invisible at her own house and she's like but i, I kind of do it on purpose i'm like then don't complain about it yeah she's because he was like is it self-inflicted and she's like yeah yeah um so then amy comes into the kitchen and she's like ashley left a half hour ago bye um so they're like freaked out about that and then Anne talks to amy about getting a job again and amy goes well i was thinking instead of getting a job maybe we could get some help from the government and Anne is rude to people that are on government assistance and she's yes. like you, you're better than that amy you don't need that i this the way she said it was like we don't need that and i was like well i mean according to you you have no money you have so no maybe money you do so maybe you do and also it's like you could you know little column a little column b like encourage your kids to work hard but also to use resources that are for them maybe. yes because and it's a, if cool if, shaming of poverty if they're gonna get divorced and george has is gonna move out there's about to be three kids with one mom who's working for minimum wage part time at the Weenie Hut, so which we haven't we haven't even yet. seen that part. We haven't yet, even but, got to the Weenie Hut, but right now she's unemployed. Right, yeah, right now she's unemployed. So it's like maybe, maybe like maybe the don't maybe, do it for twenty seven years, but maybe do it for a little bit while you get back on your feet, ma'am. Maybe stop being so dang judgy. Uh, yeah. So Anne shames everyone who's ever been on government assistance. So well, that cool. for her. Um, I wanted to make a note that I really like Amy's outfit. And we don't say that often. She's wearing like a long sleeve, kind of looks like a dress almost. And it's like red and (gasps) black. And it's really cute. I think I remember this. Was it a dress? I think she's still wearing it over jeans. Oh, okay. so it's either a dress or it's like a tunic. Type I think thing. maybe there's later in this episode or the next episode, she's wearing a dress that's like black and gray that I liked. And I was like, weird. Pregnant Amy dresses better than not pregnant Amy. I mean, we've never seen her not pregnant. Well, you know what I mean. Showing. <laughs> yes. Um. So Amy's like, I don't really think that either of us can get jobs. Like, she I'm, I'm not- in high school and you're dumb, man. Yeah, that's hurtful. She's like, yeah, we're not qualified for anything. I'm like, why wouldn't Anne be qualified for a job? And Anne makes some good points when she goes on her job interview later. Like, about yeah. how even though she was home for 15 years, she still, like, does time management and budgeting. Like, you have, you, your Anne is qualified. Amy? No. Eh, no, I wrote that down. I was like, Amy, you're right. You're <laughs> not qualified. Um, So, we never saw it, but apparently Donovan and Leon told Amy that they don't want to adopt her baby anymore. Yeah, she's pissed. Um, So, Amy is mad about that. And Anne says that they just need to be willing to take any job they can get because it's easier to get a job if you already have a job. That's kind of true. That is true. Because it's better to have nothing on your... Or better to have something on your resume than nothing. And Amy, her argument for why she doesn't want a job... Is that she's tired. (laughs) And I've never related to something more. It's like, um, I can't do anything. I literally texted you today and said I was moving to a deserted island because I didn't want to drive in traffic. That's fair. So I would love to live on a deserted island with you. That'd be so fun. We would need electricity to do the podcast. Okay, listen, we just moved to that resort where they do Bachelor in Paradise and we live there. I'm sure they have electricity. Yeah, they definitely do. And we can just hang out at the bar and watch all the dumb Bachelor people. And We should be the bartenders. I think we would be amazing at it. Yes, except I don't know how to make any drinks, but I can pour wine very well. I can make coffee. <laughs> I was a barista. Wait, side note. Um, someone that's on Bachelor in Paradise, Hannah G, she put in her Instagram story today that the drink that they make 
the most is called Happy Juice, and it's wine with a splash of Red Bull. Oh my god, that Doesn't that make you want to die? That sounds nasty. Anyway. Ew. Um, I wanted to ask you if you... I know that you worked at the Dairy Queen. Did I, you have any I, other part-time jobs I um, in high school? At one point, I worked at two ice cream shops. Wow. I worked at the Dairy Queen, and I worked at a small local place, and you're going to hate the name of it. I'm ready. Player's already smiling. It's called the Double D. This, <laughs> it's not have, fake and it's not boob related. I promise. I have a racist uncle that's in a band called Double D. <laughs> oh no! Um, no, it's the Double D Dairy Bar. Um, <laughs> and at one point, I would go from job one ice cream place to the other ice cream place, and it was a lot. But no, we I, are soul sisters because I. <gasps> Worked at a small local ice cream stand. What was it called? And it was called Golly G. Oh. <laughs> Golly G, double D. <laughs> I love local ice cream shop names. I think they're so funny. They're I also always hilarious. worked at a Friendly's for two summers doing their ice cream nonsense. I also, I worked IT in high school um, one summer and I hated it, but it was full time. So that was cool. That is cool. So I like worked 40 hours a week for a summer doing IT and I, um, I'm not saying I manipulated the boss into thinking I was dumb, but I like played off <laughs> of his prejudice against women in such a way that I didn't have to hang out with him very much. Oh, that's good. So my coworker, my friend, um, Zane, he would have to go help him with like the servers and stuff and i'd be like oh i guess i'll just go clean say, the computer. that's men's work i'll go clean the computers over in the elementary wing and like listen to podcasts and not talk to anybody <laughs> perfect so i was a genius basically what when did you get your first part-time job like what age i must have been 15 15 or 16 when i started at the double d the double d i was 14 when i started at the golly g is that a, is that legal yeah that's allowed is this allowed <laughs> amy doesn't want a job because she is whiny and rude and tired. that is all i have to say yes she's, yes she's very tired we are back to whiny amy which is like i was probably really whiny when i was 15 oh i know i was i know it like it's like i've everyone, seen my facebook status everyone who is that age is insufferable so it's like yeah i get it but also awful um so then we go to the bus stop with thomas and ashley and it turns out that thomas lied about going to ashley's school because he is actually homeschooled and a creep and a stalker he's very creepy um, he was just by her school and he saw her get off the bus he's a creep but she's like, are you really in middle school? And he says, I'm not in middle school, baby. And I'm fascinated by your lips. Yeah. Hey, Thomas. Stop. Stop that. Yeah. I, it's a big yuck for me. Um, I wrote, throw me off a cliff. I hate it. Um, <laughs> so Thomas wants to come over. Oh, no. Over. Have you seen Midsummer? No. Never mind. <laughs> if you have seen it. Isn't it scary? It's not too scary. It's a little gross sometimes. Mm, gross. I liked it a lot. Um, anyway, so Thomas wants to come over and Ashley's like, great, give me your number. Cool. Uh, so then we go to Anne's job interview. And she <laughs> this is wild. appears to be being interviewed by like a 19 year old. If that. Maybe a little younger. He's, I think he does a really good job in this scene. The actor he does. He does a great job. Because he's real skeevy and funny and made me giggle. Um, So Anne's talking about how she's been home for 15 years. So she doesn't have any like job experience that's recent. But she has time management skills. And she knows how to balance a checkbook. And she knows how to budget. And she Which, knows this is all valid. No, and it's like the, what they tell you to do if you are lacking experience. They're yeah. like, well, use what you got. Yes. And talk about why that makes you a good candidate. So, the she guy. She that she can cook because she's a mom. Yeah. And she's cooked for her kids. Yes. Like that lasagna. Oh, that lasagna was crisp. <laughs> so. Well, it wasn't because George ruined it. Anyway. Um, anyway. The teenager is like, and you want to work here? And it is revealed that this is a hot dog restaurant. Dun, dun, dun. And so he's like, yeah, well, that's good and fine. But do you speak Spanish? And she's like, no, no. I speak French and a, a little bit of Greek. And he's like, oh, our cook only speaks Spanish. So Anne's like, oh, beans. I'm not going to get this hot dog hut job. And so she's like, I I'll learn Spanish. I, I love hot dogs. Thank Me. you. 
relatable. Ooh, I could go for a this hot whole dog. episode made me want a hot dog. Ooh, I would love. We should go to Dirty Frank's soon. Okay, Dirty Frank's is a Columbus hot dog place, and it's very good. Ten out of ten. I love it. <laughs> um, so then the teenager starts like hitting on Anne. It gave me, it reminded me of the um, Freaky Friday movie. Yes. Oh, that movie's so good. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. and Chad Michael Murray. Oh. He's the teenager guy that hits on Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> anyway, um, he's like hitting on Anne and is like telling her how hot she is. And so she decides that he'll hire her. And then she's like, well, I'd like an assistant. And he's like, no man i'm hiring you and she's like yeah well i'll go to the labor force office and i'll tell them that you hit on me in my interview and so he's like fine well and then he was like he's like turned on that she's being mean to him yeah he's like oh yeah say it again so <laughs> that's gross ew i love um, this kid he's so gross <laughs> so he gives them um minimum wage job so this is for Anne, and we assume amy and her assistant her assistant amy who will um, translate for the Spanish-speaking chef. Yes. I think that chef is probably overselling <laughs> it. The hot dog preparer. The hot dog man. So the teenager goes back to Fernando the cook and he says Do in you Spanish. Hear the hot dogs, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> that is not what he says. He says, "Hey, don't tell don't tell her that you make $10 an hour and you get insurance." That's pretty funny. That's wild. <laughs> I love it. And he's and Fernando's he's, like, "Cool." Oh. He's like, "This this place is crazy." <laughs> so then we go to school and Jack is selling chocolate bars. And he tries to sell one to Amy because she's sad. Who is splayed out on the stairs <laughs> like a beach whale. What the fuck, crazy. Amy? She's like taking up the whole staircase, just like squatting. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, people probably need to use those stairs. Also, don't you have class? These no. kids have way too much time in I've the hallways. I've never seen any of them in a classroom. And they can't afford to rent have a, that for a space right to no um they already in. had to get a hot dog store and an architect's office yeah that was a lot of work no that that architect office has to be just another set that they like moved around yeah so jack is selling candy bars because duncan is raising money for disadvantaged youth and he's selling candy bars for five dollars that's crazy which is What's a lot today of money, money? probably twelve dollars <laughs> So Amy calls Ben and is like, hey, can you bring me $5? I really want a candy bar. So Ben appears immediately. Now that's true love, baby. And he spends $20 on candy bars. He said, I'll take four. Cool. Um, so then Ben tells Amy that she probably doesn't have to get a job, but she should apply for some jobs just to appease Anne. And that Anne's just trying to teach her a lesson. Yeah, he's like, she's just trying to show you what it would be like to take care of the baby. But Amy's mad that Ben doesn't agree with her about, like, how she doesn't want to even apply because she's too tired. She she just wants Ben to be like, yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck the man. But um. And then Anne's, he, well, Amy says, why don't you just go date my mom then, if you agree with her? I agree. I it, ship it. Ew. Uh, <laughs> That's so illegal. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so Ricky comes busting down the stairs and is talking to Ben. <laughs> He's busting a nut down the He's stairs. busting a nut. <laughs> ew. He said busting. It just made, it makes me feel good, you know? <laughs> ew. Busting um, makes me feel good. So he's like antagonizing Ben about how he wants the baby and he wants Amy and all this stuff. And then he takes one of Ben's candy bars <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're going to like, you know, go big, you might as well go big. Go big or go home. And then Take that candy bar, candy bar or don't. <laughs> yeah. Or don't. Those are your options. Um, so Jack goes to Grace to sell some candy. And he says, I know that when women go on the pill, they crave chocolate. You know how in Game of Thrones they say, you know nothing, Jon Snow? I don't know why they say it, but they say it. They say it a lot? Yeah. Oh. So I said, you know nothing, Jack Pappas. <laughs> um, so for some reason, Grace does not immediately punch him in the throat. Yeah. And she offers to help sell the candy because she's suddenly popular with the men. Also, she's like, I can't afford a $5 candy bar. I'm like, your dad's a doctor. Yeah. Does she? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, so she goes and she tries to sell Adrian candy. And Adrian's like, $5? We're selling those for two fifty. The majorettes are trying to go to DC. And so Grace is like, well. It makes me sad that Adrian probably doesn't have any majorette friends. Not that we've seen. 
And that I don't think she because she never talks about having any other girlfriends. And I'm like, no. why? Why don't Why don't you make friends with your majorette friends? They probably don't like her because she's she's popular with the boys, yee. and they're probably all jealous. She's too busy. Yeah. Um. So Adrian wants to borrow Grace's pink sweater, cashmere, and she says, "You ever own something that's cashmere? Probably not. Me if I neither. did, I bought it at Goodwill, <laughs> and I didn't know <laughs> it was worn out. <laughs> um, and." And Grace is like, but why? And she says, I'm trying to get my brother to have sex with me. And I thought I'd have a better shot if I looked more innocent. Great. This this woman. So. Adrian, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, Grace. She just has to keep saying my brother. It's really like. She can't just say, say Max. Max. She just. She's like testing. I think she's like trying to get used to it herself. And it's like. I think she's also just trying to shock people. Oh, she loves it. She loves shock and all. Yeah. Um, so Grace thinks that Adrian, if she wants to seduce Max, should maybe think about becoming a virgin again. She should be re-virginized. And she says, you're my friend. And maybe you could be my new virgin friend. It's so much. And then she's like giving her tips about like how being a virgin is good to get guys. Yes, because she's like. All, guys all want to sleep with a virgin and she's like I'll prove it and she turns around and she's like who wants to buy some candy for disadvantaged youth and men come like running and they're like oh yeah me 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 and she's just like holds I love when I like Grace best when she's like being mischievous yes like she when she, it's like when she's being real and not trying to be goody two shoes she's like he and she's holding the money and she's like hmm see and it's very cute yes um so then we go back to well, she Oh, sorry. She also, no, there's a very funny moment because she, ad, she advises Adrian that she should wear less lipstick or yes, lip gloss. lip gloss. And Adrian does this tiny, tiny little head, like, shake. She just moves her head so small and she's just like, no. no <laughs> like, she doesn't I, even say anything. Just the shake of the I head is just like. I cannot wear less lip gloss. I must. I will die without it. And it just made me laugh. Um, so then we go to Ben and Ricky and R Ben is talking to Ricky. And he's like, yeah, well, who are you going to go after if you don't get Amy? I'm like, can you guys just calm down? Yeah, y'all. Um, so then Ben tells Ricky that he will be financially responsible for the next 18 years if Amy keeps the baby. So I don't can't tell if Ben is like trying to be on the adoption train or if he's trying to not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get it. I think he's trying to like either. I think he's trying to just to be like, hey, Ricky, you don't want to be involved with the baby. Yeah. At all. You know? It's a, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Ben, these boys are dumb. They don't know what they're doing. All boys. All boys. Are dumb. Itty bitty boys. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> so then we go to George's office and Donovan enters and he apologizes for letting down George and Anne and Amy and Ashley and all of them cause, since they didn't want to take the baby anymore. Um, and then Donovan spouts off some wisdom about imperfections. He yeah, was, it was very Hallmark. He was like, you just have to think about your imperfections and blah, blah, blah. And George, like, cries a little bit. Yeah, he's like, you made me cry. I'm like, why, George? Are you, you, you okay? queen. You, you gays. <laughs> With your inspirational words. Um, so then also he asks if he's heard on the about the loan. <gasps> For the house. <gasps> so George is looking to buy a house and he's waiting on a loan. That's his all. Has he already revealed that he has secret money? I don't remember. I think he... No, they haven't. Okay. Well, cut that out. <laughs> okay. Um. So then... We go back to school and Amy feels sick because she ate four candy bars. <laughs> fucking dumb. Very relatable. We have a bunch of um, Anthony Thomas candy bars <gasps> at work because they sent them. They wanted us to sell them at work. Which and you is just said, dumb. I'll just eat them. So I've been eating them for oh, like a year. <laughs> and I just go into our events person's office and I take one and I say, thanks. Thank and then you. I leave and I eat it all. One of my coworkers... Um, when at our we have like a convenience store a couple floors below our office and they have a credit card limit so if you have to use a card you have to buy at least five dollars worth of things <laughs> which sucks and, and then you go you would just like i want one candy bar and my coworker went down there and bought like five candy bars because she had only had her card and then she ate them all in one day <laughs> And she was like, I'm not, because I asked her today, I'm like, hey, you want to go down to the convenience store with me? I want like a coffee. She was like, I'm cut off. Yeah, literally. She was like, I'm not allowed down there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, 
I you live and you learn. Well, you know about me and my grocery store woes at the grocery store that's by my work. Oh yes. Do you remember when I spent nineteen dollars on crab on crab cakes? cakes. <laughs> <laughs> on grocery store crab cakes. <laughs> hey, they were good. But recently I've been very into their gummy bears Ooh. and I need supervised when I go there because I'll go there and be like, oh, I'm going to go get a sandwich at the deli and I'll come back with gummy bears. And then I eat like all gummy of bears. the gummy bears. I never liked gummy bears until like college, but I man, love anything good. gummy. I know my, um, we are so off the rails today, but gummy bears are more important than the secret life. Um, that's fine. And because Claire, not Claire, you're Claire. I am. <laughs> My roommate and I were preparing for a soiree we were having at the house. A soiree. A soiree. And um, we were picking stuff up and then we saw this huge bag of gummy bears and we're just like. We need that. I mean, we could put them out of the party. We didn't. No, I know you didn't. I would have remembered. They stayed on the shelf and we've been eating them. <laughs> I'm going to come to your house and you I'm going to eat them. 77 they're, of they're them. The Black Forest brand. They're oh. very good. Fancy. All right. Anyway, to, um, we're doing a show. Amy's sick, feels sick because she ate four candy bars, Dummy. which is relatable. So Anne shows up and she's like, I got a new job. And guess what? You're going to be my assistant. And Amy's like, I'm tired and I feel sick and I had a bad day. Mm. And I'm pregnant. Did you know? Have you heard? <laughs> Anne's like, she's like, yeah, I'm your cool. mom. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to our new job now. Goodbye. So uh, fast forward to the hot dog hut. Ooh. And Anne is working the register and Amy relays her orders to Fernando because Amy speaks Spanish. And that seems to be all she does. Well, she might be putting toppings on. I'm not sure. They make their hot dogs remarkably fast. <laughs> um, Anne is hilarious and she's making she's up. so peppy. She's making up names for the hot dog orders. So it reminds me of the Emperor's New Groove. I love it. Um, so the guy comes up and he's like, I want two hot dogs with onions and ketchup and mustard. And she turns around and she says, two crab babies with a shot of red and yellow. <laughs> two crab babies. I love it. And then Amy and um, Fernando. Fernando are like talking shit. And he, because no, she, Amy's well, talking she's like, he's like, just like, let her live. Yeah. Fernando's like, she's having so much fun. <laughs> Um, so then a man comes up and he's trash and he comes up and he's like, what do you got here? And she's like, it, hot dogs. If this was me, I would have said, it's called the hot dog hut. What you think? What do you think we have here? And she's like, oh, we have hot dogs. And he goes, how about hamburgers? And she's like, no, we have hot dogs. And he goes, how about kebabs? And she goes, no. I mean, I can cut up a hot dog yeah, and she's put so it on nice a stick. I would have been like, the kebab hut is over there. Like, it, Yeah, it's like. I can't. He goes through. It's like a. Little little like, bit. Who's on, who's on first of like, what do we got at the hot dog hut? Hot dogs. Yeah. He leaves without ordering anything, doesn't he? Yeah, he just pieces out. I it's said, like, what was what the did, point of this? What did you expect, sir? Um, so then we go to the Jurgens and George and Ashley come home and they're complaining about how Anne has a new job. And, and they she, didn't know about it. They didn't it. know. Whatever. All the Jurgens are such busybodies. They're, they're so they get, annoying. They get so left out if they're not like right in the middle of things. They're like, yeah. no one includes Nobody me. Nobody told me. I'm like, I'm like grow up. So George reveals that they have enough money for Amy to keep the baby, but he doesn't want Anne to know that they have enough money because then she'll divorce him. It's so shady, dude. Just like be divorced. Who also, cares? it's just like, ugh, it's so controlling. It's like you're you're married. And you've been hiding money from her for how long? Exactly. Ugh. Um, I hate that. I hate that for them. <laughs> so then we go back to school and we're outside the band room. And Ricky is listening to someone inside the band room play the cymbals horribly. I wonder who, who it could be. Who could it be? The rights. Okay. So the they have come for me, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd. Weber. Weber. Um, so the door opens and the band teacher roasts Ben about how bad he is at the cymbals. <laughs> Corey comes out of the band room and then Ricky's like, man, you are not a percussionist. I hate, I, he has like that, he has the drum voice like fucking fuck boyness of like, yeah. I like think I'm above the other band kids because I play the drums. Like yeah. there's always like and also, drummers that think they're cooler. They're like, I I've, smoke weed and play the drums. I've never seen a high school band that has a person that only plays the drums like they play ev all the percussion they don't play just drums yeah i've never seen a high school band other than like a marching band that actually has drums so i don't 
understand. Usually, they're per- they're, if you're percussion, that means you play more than one thing. Yeah. But like the xylophone, mm-hmm. the triangle, the cymbals, but yeah, other stuff. yeah, and it seems like Ben is exclusively the cymbals, which means that for a lot of songs, he's probably not doing anything, which probably is a pretty chill gig. Well, good for him. Except I'm for proud like, of Star Spangled Banner, boom, crash! <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> my tempo. <laughs> um, so. Ben tells Ricky that he has tried a lot of hobbies. I like, just smacked my microphone. I'm so sorry, I'm listeners. Sorry. Kate is sorry. not a professional. I'm not. Um, so Ben has a lot of has tried a lot of hobbies. He's tried golf. He's What's tried your favorite? Tell me just your favorite. Basket okay. weaving. Mine too. <laughs> he's tried golf. He's tried basketball. He's tried singing. He's tried dancing. He's tried basket weaving, and he's bad at all of them. Literally, because he's like, because Ricky, I think, asks him like. How can you do something you're bad at? And, he's and like, Ben's well, like, I've never been good at something, which is sad. He's been good at uh, being rich, Ooh. I guess. I don't have any hobbies either. I like to play The Sims. Sims I and I like say. to play Stardew Valley. You have hobbies and now we have a podcast. I guess this is my hobby. Am I good at it, listeners? Leave a comment down below. <laughs> Um, so Ricky came to talk to Ben because he wanted to concede the baby fight. He's like, listen, I'm tired of fighting with you. Just, it's fine. Whatever you win you... because you have yeah, money. You have money and I don't have money. So Amy's going to pick you over me. Um, and he's like, but Amy by- might be with you just for the financial security, not because she actually likes you. Yeah. It's like, Ricky, you are such a petty bitch. I know. He really is. Um, so then we go to the Bowmans, and Grace has invited Reverend Stone over to re-virginize Adrian. And I'll re-virginize you. What are you singing? It's, um, I'll Degreenify You from Wicked, remember? Oh, I thought you were singing Coldplay. <laughs> I will try to re-virginize you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What does this say about the both uh, of us? We're, that we're dumb. <laughs> we're stupid. I'm stupid. Um, so <laughs> Reverend Stone is taken aback by this request because he's he... taken a bath. That's <laughs> what I thought he said. <laughs> what if they met him and he's in a bathtub and he's just like, hello. <laughs> he brings a bathtub to Grace's house. <laughs> can I just, can we move this upstairs to your bathtub? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of bubbles. <laughs> so anyway, Reverend Stone has never um, had this request before. And so he Wow, I can't believe it. He's like, I'm not quite sure what to say here, but I really like him. He's real good. He's like, maybe you should ask just ask God for forgiveness and then you'll be a virgin again, I suppose. But not physically, he says. No, he makes that very clear. Um so Grace goes to get the sweater and we move on. Um, quick note. Yes. I like Grace's hair when it's half up, half down. Yes, me too. Um, and I really like when Grace is trying to like play people. It seems like she's like trying to like, not even like play people, but like to make stuff happen. She's like, oh, well, we're just organizing like people or whatever. Yeah. She's like, she's talking to Reverend and then she'll turn to Adrian and be like, well, blah, 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 blah. We won't tell. He doesn't know about... Jack sucking your dick. Don't worry about it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> she says that because uh, about well, Jack. Sucking. She, does, she doesn't say sucking a dick, but but you said that Jack <laughs> sucking her dick. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> what a surprise that would be for all of us. Maybe that's what really <sighs> happened. We never were I'm told. Not, I'm not making any sense, but. <laughs> Because Reverend Stone is just trying to figure out why the fuck these people are in his office or They're not why, even, he why he's house. in their office. God. And um, <laughs> he's like, he's like, so you two are friends now, even though you got you, you, Grace and Jack broke up because <laughs> you Grace. No, uh, I can't talk. <laughs> um, so Grace and Adrian, he's like trying to figure it out. He's like, Grace and Adrian are friends. But Adrian's the reason why Grace and Jack broke up. And bubble, and then they both dated. It's just, it's just so funny. I love when parents try and figure out the drama. That's me. With these children. Yes. And I'm just trying to figure out who's got a dick. Is it Grace? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. We're never going to get Brenda on this podcast. No, we talk about dicks too much. She's going to be like, what? What was that? 
I'm like, you imply dicks. So we must speak of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then we go to the outside of Duncan's home and Jack rolls up in his yee-yee truck and he <laughs> has the candy money and he gets robbed as hell. Oh my God. <laughs> I could dump, I could rob this guy. Yes. He, I don't think I'd be a very good criminal and I could go up and be like, I could rob him. He like has the money out in the open in a little box. He's and pulls it out of his out of the box too and looks at it in the sky. Like and then a, a beautiful a, diamond. A masked figure, possibly the Phantom of the I was Opera. Say, he's here. Uh, the Phantom. He the like opera. runs by, grabs the money, and pushes Jack down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tries to call the police and then the guy runs, uh, like, he tries to run after the mugger, and he leaves his phone and his keys on the ground. And then Duncan comes and gets the keys and steals the truck. And his phone. And his phone. So it went really well. Um, cool. Cool. Also, that was probably a lot of money, because that was a lot of candy bars, and they were $5 a pop. I think pop. he said it was, like, he had, like, $200. Yeah. That is, and just holding like, it in the 40 air. candy bars. He probably, I think. And that's math. And I'm not going to check it. Nope, neither am I. Um, so then we go to the Jergenses. The Jergenses. Why did they give the main characters of our show such an annoying name to say? I don't know. The Jergenses. It just like feel. it just, why couldn't it be like the Browns? <laughs> it just like, the you just say it in the middle of your throat, you know, it just like feels gross. Yeah, it feels like I was like, a, I talk like a nerd. Well, maybe I do. Uh, I just went to my calculus class. (laughs) Like, that's what it sounds like. Um, Thomas comes over, and he questions the urinal in the garage like a normal person would. Why did he go in the garage, though? I don't know. Maybe he got confused. Maybe, does George just, Maybe the garage door is open. Yeah, does George just hang out in there with the garage door open, like, laying on the couch? What a freak. He is a freak. George is so weird. Um, so he also brought wine for Anne and George. Very polite. Um... And then he's talking to Ashley about government conspiracies, like aspartame, aspartame. global warming, yeah, animal testing. He asks he asks her what she thinks about global warming, and he and she says it's a it's government a conspiracy, conspiracy to distract us from, from animal, animal testing. testing. And I said that's wild, Ashley. I think Ashley might be a flat earther as well. Oh, that makes sense. Well, she is George's child. That yes, she's got a lot of George in her. Um. So Ben also comes over to bring ice cream for Amy to have when she gets off of work, which That's is nice. really sweet. Um, so Ben spills the beans. Where can I get me a man like that? I'll bring you ice. We got ice cream right now no, in the fridge. I mean, the freezer. In the fridge. It's soup. <laughs> we got some soup for you. It's so Ben um, is talking about the their job and they're like, oh, yeah. And they basically like con him into saying that the job is at the hot dog hut because they never actually knew where the job was yeah, and they want to know. They pretend they know so Ben will tell them. And so George is like, I want to go to the hot dog hut right now. This is you. This right? is us. We would be like someone we know works at this place and we want to see them there. Or it's us just trying to get hot dogs. Also a double whammy. Um, so he wants them all to go to see um, Ann and Amy at... The hot dog hut. And so he's like, I'll go get my camera. And so Ashley turns to Thomas and she's like, we can get out of this. Let's just go to the kitchen. I'm invisible, remember? So they literally just go to the kitchen and George comes running with the camera and leaves the house with Ben. Whoops. Just leaves him Doesn't notice two people alone. are missing. He's like, I have one kid, not two. It's fine. My right. kid's Ben. <laughs> my beautiful baby boy. <laughs> so then we go to Duncan's, like around Duncan's again. And Jack is running down the street oh my God. after the, the mugger. And he stops and two, <laughs> two men come up and they're like, hey, give me your shoes. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and he gives him his shoes. And then he's like, okay, I want to buy him back though. So he gets out his wallet and then they take his wallet. It's so dumb. I'm like, you absolute moron. They just took your shoes and then you're like, hey, I have something else you can steal. You want this? Um, But it turns out they were just doing a little pranky prank. I love these dudes. Um, These dudes are so, I like, these extras are doing a great job. They laugh at him and they're like, why are you even here? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm Duncan's mentor. And they're like, like, "Uh, are you involved with his sister? And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, he did a pranky prank on you. He scammed you. He does that to everybody who's involved with his sister. I'm like, that's an elaborate prank to pull on. 
Everybody. I mean, once you have a good one, and apparently he's raised his prices. Yes, because they used to sell them for two fifty or whatever. Yeah, now it's five bucks. Um, Because he knows Jack's a big old sucker. Yes. So it turns out Duncan was scamming Jack. There is no candy bar like fundraiser. He just got candy bars and made Jack sell them. And Duncan is the one that stole the money and in turn his car and his phone. Yeah. Um, I love those men. Those men, I love those extras. They, like, really hammed it up. They brought it home, man. Yeah, they're very funny. And then they're, like, talking and they're, like, talking about the psychology of why <laughs> Duncan's doing this. And I'm, like, what is happening? What are these? What are these? The, and the, oh, yeah. And then they make fun of Jack because they're, like, you really think we'd want your shoes? He's your like, shoes, your are, shoes are ugly. And our shoes are great. And I'm, like, hell, yeah. <laughs> you put him in his place, fashion police. Let him know. Um, yeah. So we go to Adrian's and there's a knock at the door. Who Adrian thinks that it's going to be Max, but it's Ricky. Bummer. Um, and so Adrian explains that she's going to go out on, on a date with Max. And she and he's like, well, let's like do a quick boink first. And she's like, no, I'm a virgin again. And he's like, is this some kind of weird foreplay or role play? Yeah, because she's wearing the pink sweater and, and pearls. pearls, and she looks very Grace. Yes, um, and Ricky is like, come on, I had a bad day. I just want to come over here and do some quick pounding and leave. And she's like, no, I'm a virgin. Well, and she's like, you just want to me to make you feel better by having sex with you, and then you just leave? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, no, fuck you, dude. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so Max comes over Ugh. and knocks on the door. I while... love him. I wish they weren't related. Right. Um, and so she's like, um, this is Ricky. He's leaving now. Goodbye. <laughs> and so Max brought a teddy bear, which is weird to me. But apparently Adrian. It's, there's a backstory. Yeah. Adrian told him that she always wanted a teddy bear, but she didn't tell anybody because she thought that she wouldn't get it. If she told. Yeah. I like for Christmas or whatever. I wouldn't. It's like a dollar, man. Why would nobody get that for you? But she got a teddy bear from him yes. and she's like hugging in. She's very he's excited. Like, also, by the way, um, I'm a virgin again. And he's, he's like, like cool. I don't care if you're a virgin or not. So it's all a sham. Well, it, because then he's like, well, you know. It's the third date, man. He's a, it's the third date. I was thinking if you wanted to, let's go to, uh, to Pound Town. Um, she's like, oh. So then she's like, oh, so that means that you're done being nice to me. Yeah, which is it's sad. so sad, dude. I love Adrian. I know she's pro- she's a problematic fave, but like, yes, her, I just her mentality is so messed up from like the way she's been. I don't know. Not if she's she just has a lot of like issues that stem back to her family. I think, and a lot of like self esteem yeah. issues. I think because it's she thinks this is what people do and what she deserves is well. And I think that so Brenda can get a little preachy on seventh heaven and so i think that this is like seventh heaven light and i think that brenda is trying to preach that like this is kind of what could happen if you have sex too early but in like a couple different forms so obviously we have amy who got pregnant and we also have adrian literally this is every yeah guys use her for sex because she gives it up so quickly yeah and it's just like which i don't think is the right way to no to think about it at all but the way that it's her, very surface level. Yeah, no, super is. And but the, her mentality about it is like that. I think if you look at it a little deeper, it's kind of like she's not doing it for her. Right. You know, and that's you. Sh- if you're having you're having sex, S-E-X. you should be doing it because that's what you want to do. Not because you think that's how you're going to like that person will stay because of it or yeah. whatever. And that's all she's doing is that it's like a tool yes. And it's so sad because she thinks like, well, now the person who I'm like dating or whatever isn't going to court me anymore because they always use this word courting. And I'm like, teenagers have never said that. The Duggars have. Fuck the Duggars. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Duggars are crazy. Have you have I told you about what they say um, when they say Nike? I think you have. But tell me anyway. So if they're out in like the world, oh yeah, because <laughs> and the and the parents see a, a woman, never a man, only a woman that um they think is dressed too scantily clad, they'll say to the boys, they'll say Nike, and they have to look down at their shoes because they got that TV money. They ain't wearing no, they ain't wearing they're not wearing any that Walmart brand no, shit. No, and they side hug. How do you feel about that? <laughs> like everybody? No. So like the if Duggars court. And so they go on like chaperoned dates. That sucks. And they can't hold hands or so they can hold hands once they're engaged. But before they're engaged, the only physical contact that they can have is a side hug. Not a full frontal hug where your bits touch. 
<laughs> but a side hug. Have you? And then once you get engaged, you can hold hands. Wow, damn. Um, and then I'm gonna come as soon fir- as I touch those fingers. <laughs> your first kiss is on is at your wedding on your wedding day. I feel like a side hug would be after hand holding. No. That's, That's first, have, I think. Have Don't ever, quote me. Have you? This is probably too gross for the podcast. Have you ever heard of soaking? No. I'm nervous. So this is a thing that some religious sects do. As instead of sex, you it, before like marriage or whatever. I think it's the Mormon thing. Don't quote me. Um, maybe Jehovah Witness. But you just get in there. Penetration nothing else you just sit <laughs> and you soak is what they call it isn't that nasty that makes no sense you're still but in the you don't you don't you don't know robin <laughs> let me see who if this is who does this or if i'm making this up i think you dreamed no, that i'm pretty sure it's actually real <laughs> i don't want to look this up i'm looking it up soaking sex religious <laughs> no did you find it it's mormon it is mormon without thing? thrusting yes because no i i can't believe i'm about to say this but there is an article on a website and it was called my college girlfriend thought the mormon dick soak would preserve her virginity <laughs> i hate everything anyway uh the duggars man they're crazy <laughs> The Duggars don't believe in soaking. Is everyone okay? No one's speaking. I'm sorry, I'm reading about soaking. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, back to Max and Adrian. <laughs> uh, she, I really like Max. I do. Uh, I do. I, I do. Um, he would still like her if they had sex, but he does want to talk before. And probably and, after. And he's like, it's cool if you don't want to as well. Like, I yes. just, like, whatever is whatever <laughs> yeah so we go to the jurgens again he has beautiful hair he does have very nice hair. i would like to see him on in bachelor a contrast, in paradise contrast thomas does not and we I are hate back thomas's at the, hair back at the jurgens is with like ashley scarecrow and thomas and ashley is wearing an apron and talking to george on the phone about how he left them there and he is, and she's like it's cool dad it's fine whatever no one cares um thomas is reading the newspaper at the table and i i think she's making dinner and i think this is a weird role play yeah thing. they're like playing house it's weird because he's like thanks hon and i don't like it like he's reading the paper and no one she, acts like that no yeah he it seems like they're playing house thanks hon um it's like you guys just met this is weird yeah um, so we go to the hot dog hut. There is an hour left of work. Woohoo! Um, so Leo, <laughs> yep, Leo and Ben come to visit, and um, Leo Amy is mortified. Amy is mad. Um, Leo orders two hot dogs, and she's like, "And what for you?" And he's like, "Um, can I just have Amy?" Gross, gross. Um, she's not meat. No. So he goes and talks to Amy, and then George comes up. And he orders a really weird hot dog. He's like, hey, can you make my hot dog the way I like it? And it's like, cut down the middle, stuff the onions in there, get the hot ketchup. I don't know. It was, Cheese in there, maybe. I don't know. They're just high maintenance. So she tries to communicate that to Fernando. Without Amy there. Yes. And so she learns that Fernando speaks English because she just says it all in English. And he goes, okay. She's like, what? Um, and he's like, I thought Amy could use a job. Fernando's the best, man. Okay, but listen, I have a lot of thoughts about this. I thought about this for a long time. So. It, none of it makes sense. Has this man, Fernando, <laughs> do you hear the drums, Fernando? Because I don't understand anything. So he, has he, how long has he had this job? Has he always pretended to only speak Spanish? Until he found that one lucky girl. And he's just been plotting and waiting until he could get someone a job who also spoke Spanish. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, I would assume that Spanish is his native language. Yes. So maybe when he got this job, he primarily spoke Spanish. And so the weird teenager was like, oh, he speaks Spanish. And the, and the weird teenager speaks Spanish, too. Yeah. And so maybe they they only speak in Spanish. So then when he saw Amy, he was, or, because I don't. Because he had know. nothing to do with the hiring process. And he didn't know that the assistant was Amy. Or that she spoke Spanish or that she was pregnant. See, Brenda, 
It might sound cute, Brenda, but the I'm logic doesn't hold Brenda out. Brenda a letter. I thought about this for a long time and I was trying to figure it out and I'm like, there's no logic here. There's none. What? I'm pissed. I'm pissed too. Um, so We're quitting the show. Just kidding. Brenda, I'm quitting you. Um, I know you really care. <laughs> so George roasts Anne for working at the hot dog hut, which so is rude. Mean. She likes it. She's having fun. Yeah. Um, so he goes and sits down and then a dude comes up with rolls of paper and he orders a cup of coffee. Redheaded Will Ferrell looking motherfucker. <laughs> True. So Anne's like. With squinty eyes. Um, that's fine. But like, we just have the styrofoam cups and I don't like those. So do you have a coffee cup? And he's like, am I car and she's like we'll go get it and i'll go i'll make a fresh pot of coffee i'm like okay and they're getting all flirty yeah they're getting all weird so he's like i've never seen you before why do you work here she's like i needed a job asshole and so turns out he's the architect that's working on the building (gasps) across the street an architect and he is looking for someone to do research and manage vendors that sounds like Anne could do it yeah i guess and he sounds like a lot of googling (laughs) let me google that for you the job so then he wants Anne to give him a call about the job after they've been all flirty yes so he pieces out and he doesn't get he's like i didn't really need coffee bye and i'm like did also you isn't see it like her? 9 p.m yeah and did he see her through the window or what know. was he doing oh what a what a man maybe he came in earlier to like get for dinner lunch or yeah lunch. and maybe. then was like i'm gonna come back and hit on this lady Fair. This hot dog woman. Um, so Ben's sitting at a table with Amy and he's talking to her and he's like, you don't need a job. I can take care of you. I have the means Ruh-roh. to take care of you. This this hurts. And George and Leo are listening in at the very next table. And he's like, I can give the baby the best of everything. And Leo turns around. He goes, no, you can't, you dummy. You don't got no money. He said, I have dimes. You don't. I like that. I like that. Um, I have dimes. (laughs) So Leo's mad that Ben is using Leo's money to try and take care of the baby. Which I feel like Leo isn't mad that he's like Leo would take care of the baby if he needed to. But he's like, stop telling people you have money. You're being entitled. Yes. He's like, you haven't worked for anything. And you're just saying like, oh, I'll just take my daddy will take care of this. Daddy. Daddy. Um, so Ben's like, fine, I'll look for a job. And then he turns, he's like, I'm not going. Like, I'm not going. It's fine, it's fine. Um, so Leo says to George, he's like, I did not know Ben was this lazy. I'm going to give him a job in the Bukovich butcher shop. <gasps> um, and then I'm sure that will, hijinks will ensue. Hijinks will ensue. Um, so then the best way to end the episode is that George stands up and he's like, hey, you're going to go punch that guy who's hitting on Anne? And Leo's like, No. no. And then it's over. <laughs> it literally ended so suddenly. I was like, uh, yeah, it's is kinda, that it? It's kind of weird. He's just like, I saw that guy. I seen him. I seen him. Yeah. So that and was- he, uh, oh. only I'm allowed to talk to her and I'm, I'm only mean to her. Said, how dare he talk to the girl who is talking to everyone taking their orders. <laughs> who's my wife who's trying to divorce me. <laughs> How dare? Oh, George. Oh, George. Do you have a rating for this episode? Yeah, I didn't give it a very high rating. Me neither. I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Did you give it a 2.5? Yes. Oh my god, we are in sync. We're seeing it eye to eye. What did you... Uh, 2.5 out of 5 what? Oh. I said 2.5 out of 5 fake robberies. I'm gonna say 2.5 out of 5 crybabies with red and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> two crab babies with a shot of red, red yellow. yellow. <laughs> that is very relatable. Yeah, we I we are we're pretty in sync with like our rating. How we feel about it, yeah. Yeah. We um, both, we know a good episode of Secret Life when we see yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's okay. I just think that It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking and like a lot of stuff that like I don't care about Thomas at all. Oh yeah, Thomas can fuck right off. I don't really care about the chocolate bar thing. No. Like just let's I did like seeing Jack get Rob, that was really that was funny. pretty funny. Yes, yeah, it seemed like a lot. It's another setup episode. We yes. always have a setup and then a. It's the formula. Yeah, and you know it's fine, but I look forward to the the things that happen and not just people arguing about money. Yes, that was kind of the and uh, whiny Amy is always boring. Oh, little Amy. Um, little Amy. <laughs> do you have a recommendation this week, madam? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> How'd you like those sound waves? Um, yeah, I'm going to recommend um, a podcast. I've been, I listen to it on and off. Um, it's called Always Open. 
It's from the Rooster Teeth family of podcasts. It's um, hosted by a Barbara Dunkelman, who I really have liked for a long time from Rooster Teeth. And she talks about to people about, like, relationships and, oh. like, you know, ro- romance. And they're very honest and answer questions and talk about their own, like, weird, like, stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just a, it's a nice podcast. It's very, it's female-led, which I appreciate. We love a, a woman here. We love a woman. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a fun listen. Good. I have nothing. Nothing. I hate it all. (coughs) Sorry, I had to cough. I hate it all. I hate it all. Can you show me? I wanna know about... No. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Nothing, because I hate it all. God. Wow, I'm so good I recommend Kate's, um, new album. Her new album. Oh my god, what if I came out with an album? I mean, we come out with a podcast every hey, week, like, man. The world is my oyster. I recommend our our um, our podcast. Our <laughs> podcast. Find us on iTunes every week that I don't have something to recommend. I just recommend our podcast <laughs> that they're already listening I'm, to. Well, you should. We should do that as a recommendation. Sometime it's like I've been listening to this new podcast. It's these two girls, and they're like really Re- funny. They're really and they're funny, friends, really and, smart, and really they, talented, and beautiful. Very beautiful. Oh my god! And they're gonna like be so rich we, someday. You can't see them when they're speaking. <laughs> But I just know they're very beautiful. They're very beautiful. Um, I recommend going to Ikea because we had a oh, great time. We had a real humdinger. Those those meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow my personal Insta, you would have seen a picture of my room. And it looked really nice once I Ikea-fied it. Yes, it looks great. Um, so that's it, y'all. Uh, we did it. Next week, we will be back with... Uh, season one, episode twenty of Secret Ooh, Life called two zero. Maybe baby. I like this. I actually like this title. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I, it's 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 short. It's sweet. It's to the point. <laughs> Thank you for your spoken word. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So if you want to send us an email, it's you should do it. Kate and Claire at gmail Tell us about your first uh, part time job. <gasps> that would be a good one. Tell us about we- a weird story from your part time job. We love a weird story here. We just want to giggle. A weird story about my first part time job at Golly G is that one time someone came through the drive thru to order ice cream and they weren't wearing any pants. Oh, I have a similar one. <laughs> oh, good. Um, there wasn't a drive thru, but someone came up to the Double D when my sister and I were working. <laughs> And I don't know if I've already told this story, but um, came up to the window. This guy did no shirt on and a raccoon on his shoulder, <laughs> a live raccoon. And just came up to I the window Paulding, and Ohio. ordered a ice cream cone. And I said, OK, sure. He thought he was real hot shit, too. He was like, like yeah, look, I got a raccoon. And we're like, can you can you take your me? raccoon elsewhere? Can you take your ice cream and go? <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you have a fun story like that, send it to us in email. You can also Follow us or DM us on Instagram or Twitter. We it's would love that for you. PDMMWT underscore podcast. I've been posting some silly stuff, so come play with me in the space. <laughs> come in my ball pit. Come. <laughs> come into my sandbox. Gross. I'm making a castle. <laughs> and if you are listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a little, a little <sighs> note. If you, if you don't, um, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night. And you're going to have to really pee really bad. <laughs> that probably already happens to a lot of people. That's the curse I will place upon you. The Ooh. witch doctor. I am the witch doctor. Uh, the podcast. I don't know what to do. I said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Ting, tang. Wada, wada, bing, bang. So, yeah. And then that's that. <laughs> Give us five stars. Write us a review. We've had some, we have some really nice reviews on there. And we Thanks, really y'all. appreciate you, you good folks for leaving <laughs> reviews and giving us five stars. It's so sweet. The good folk. It's so weird that people we don't know listen to this. I know. I think y'all are really crazy. I love it. <laughs> you should come be our friends. If you don't know us in real life, I love you. You're my friend now. You're our friend officially. I would give you a hug. Invite us to your Let wedding. me just tell you, I don't hug that many people. I don't. Have I hugged you? I don't think we've ever hugged. Oh my God. Claire, are we going to hug when we leave? <laughs> no. <laughs> Someday. I don't like to hug people very much someday i'm gonna cash in that hug it's gonna be real sweet it's gonna have to be really special we probably hugged at our wedding not <laughs> our <laughs> at me you and know, daniel's wedding claire and i's personal wedding god <laughs>
<laughs> we have to go. Bye. Bye. Do you want to know something funny? Yes, please. When I was in the second grade, I um, we had to do like stories or something in for class. I don't really know what the premise Some of this was. Some fucking bullshit. But you had to write a story and you had to illustrate it. And mine, uh, not the illustration part because nope, but the writing of it won an award. Ooh. And let me tell you, that's I don't think I knew that this is what I was doing. You just wrote Toy Story? I just wrote Toy Story. <laughs> we should do one where we fake laugh into it. And we're like, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I can't fake laugh. Wait, yeah, it'll be good. Let's do it. <laughs> Hit it, Fergie. All the time I'm trying to run, mother's in the mouth, always looking at me up and down, looking at me, uh, I'm trying, 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 I'm trying